0: From Decrypt Media, this is the Decrypt Daily, and my name is Matthew Diemmer. Today on the show, Trump Coin, the Better Business Bureau of Canada, and the Ethereum Foundation and branding. That's coming up today on the Decrypt Daily. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the show. Today is Tuesday, January 25th, 2022. It's my stepdad's birthday. Happy birthday, Andy. I'll see you tonight for dinner. I was looking for some emails to read today, and you know what? I didn't get any. That's like the first time in a long time I didn't get an email uh, from a listener asking about something or replying to something. So I don't really know what to say. So instead of just rambling just aimlessly like I am now, let's just get into those crypto prices. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talk. And I'm recording this at 11 o'clock a.m. Eastern Standard Time. We got Bitcoin sitting at $36,700, up 8% in 24. Thank you. Thank you. Will Bitcoin recover? It's like literally the headline of crypto news right now. Will Bitcoin recover? (laughs) We will wait and see. But don't get your hopes up, everyone. Everything goes up before it goes down, and everything goes down before it goes up. Ethereum is sitting at $2,430, up 6.8%. Tether, number three, Binance Coin is at 372, up six percent, and USDC is number five. Running off the top ten, we have Cardano, Solana, XRP, Luna, and Dogecoin. Speaking of Doge Dogecoin, you know, I was thinking, wouldn't it be cool if like Elon Musk added like one or two billion dollars of Dogecoin to the Tesla balance sheet? It's not out of the realm of possibility. Let's see what happens. Anyway, total market cap we're at 1.65 trillion, so we're up 150 billion dollars in 24, a BTC dominance of 42.1% and an F dominance of 17.6. And now it's time for coin of the day. Our coin of the day today is Dusk Network. Ticker DUSK. Its rank is 169 in coin market cap. Its price is 54.7 cents. It's up 3.7% in 24. Market cap is 214 million, fully diluted is 550 million. of Dusk is in circulation. Max supply of Dusk is $1 billion. Dusk's all-time high is $1.17. It's down 53% since then. That was on, hey, my birthday, December 29th of 2021, a month ago. All-time low was two years ago, and it was 1.1 cents. It's up 5,000% since then. So where do you buy this Dusk? Binance, Bitfinex, Gate.io, and Bittrex. And now the big question, what does Dusk do? Well, Dusk, it describes itself as a blockchain for programmable and confidential securities powered by zero-knowledge proof. Dusk Network aims to address the requirements and needs of financial markets. Central to its design is scalable public infrastructure, direct settlement finality of transactions, and strict data privacy. And according to its website, Dusk Network is a technology for securities. It's an open source and secure blockchain infrastructure that businesses use to tokenize financial instruments and automate costly processes. That is Dusk Network, number 169 on coin market Cap ticker, D-U-S-K. Moving into today's headlines, if you guys remember yesterday, which I hope you do, uh, we were talking about the ebbs and flows, the ups and downs of the Bitcoin market. We're down pretty bigly from the all-time highs of Bitcoin. But as I pointed out yesterday, it happened already this year, and it's going to happen again. But Jeff Benson, senior writer of Decrypt, must have been listening to that episode yesterday because he wrote a whole article about the ups and downs of Bitcoin through the ages. And by ages, I mean the past 10 years, since 2011. But let me tell you about some of these. On June 19th of 2011, Bitcoin went from $2 to $32. Well, over the first course of 2011, by the way. So the first half of the year, Bitcoin went from $2 to $32. And then on June 19th, it went down to around $17.50. But that's not the big drop, even though that's pretty big. It's not the big drop. Bitcoin fell by 99.9% in a day. And people were picking up Bitcoin for a penny on Mt. Gox. And Mt. Gox was an exchange because before Market Cap and Coinbase and Binance. Mt. Gox was the place where you knew about your Bitcoin price and you bought your Bitcoin. And, well, Mt. Gox had a hack. And if you don't know about Mt. Gox hack, Google that really quick. Learn about that situation. It is Bitcoin in crypto legend. But people were picking up Bitcoin for a penny Fast forward to December of 2013, Bitcoin reached an all-time high of $1,151.17 on December 3rd. That was an all-time high. But by December 17th, it plummeted by more than half. Fast forward to December of 2017. I'm seeing that there's a trend in uh, December, right? I think we should only start trading in December. Anyway, Bitcoin had a great run in 2017, if you remember. It like went up like 20x from around $1,000. Actually, I think it was like $1,000 like in March. But then to $19,497 of an all-time high. And then six days later, it was down to $13,800, a 30% drop. By December of 2018, just a year later, it was down to $3,300. So, and this is why I have to say, look out. By the beginning of 2017, it was $1,000. By the end of 2018, everybody thought it was over. It was still 3x. So was it really a loss? I mean, obviously, it wasn't 20x. But if you held on to Bitcoin only for two years, you saw a 50% return year over year. March 10th, 2020. In a single day, as we all remember, Bitcoin went down 37% from $7,911 to $4,970. In May of this year, as we mentioned on the show yesterday, Bitcoin was still riding high up from its all-time high price of $63,000 plus. By May 7th, it was around $58,000. Still, it's pretty good. However, only a couple days later, on May 22nd, it was at $34,770. And this recent one, January 20th to January 22nd, Bitcoin went from $43,300. The 34.6, a 20% drop in 48 hours. Look, I'm telling you this, and Jeff wrote this, because we just want to illustrate. These things happen. And if you're hodling your Bitcoin ever since 2011, trust me, you're doing fine no matter what the dip. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. has warned against the exploding crypto scam industry, said the Global News. Wesla Fortune of the Better Business Bureau, told the Global News, it's kind of the Wild West in the crypto assets market right now. It's a big problem. It's exploding. The median loss for victims is approximately $600, and that Canada has already lost millions of dollars due to cryptocurrency fraud. It's a bit of a gold rush mentality. People want to make a quick buck, and there's promises of huge profits, huge gains, and those usually don't materialize. Bottom line is, don't invest in the crypto asset unless you can afford to lose the money, says Wes. A meme coin called Trump Coin has caught the attention of the members of the Trump family. And, well, they're not amused. Donald Trump's son, Eric Trump, today tweeted that Trump Coin has nothing to do with the Trump family and it's not authorized and they will be taking legal action. Also, he called it a fraud. Trumpcoin's FAQ said it was launched in 2016, back in February, actually, right after the president took office, to honor the former president, Donald Trump. It calls itself the number one patriot cryptocurrency. The current market cap of Trumpcoin is around 1.5 million, with a circulating supply of around 6.6 million coins. But there's really no volume. But it did spike 350% today because of, more than likely because of, uh, Eric Trump's tweet. So I'm wondering, like, who actually is going to win on this one? There's going to be somebody who wins on this trade. Is it going to be the hodlers, or is it going to be somebody that knew that Eric Trump was going to send that tweet and then bought maybe a little bit of Trump Coin? Anyway, in response to Eric Trump's tweet, Trump Coin posted a screenshot of those FAQs and then said this: TrumpCoin.com is not owned, operated, endorsed by, or otherwise affiliated with Donald Trump, the Trump Organization, Donald J. Trump for President Inc. Or any other organization owned and or operated by Donald J. Trump or any of his affiliates. So more than likely it's traded on a DEX. More than likely, nobody knows who created this coin. More than likely it's not registered in any jurisdiction. So I'm really wondering who they're gonna sue with this and if it's actually gonna be successful. But we will see and we will see how this plays out. Ethereum 2.0 is going to change its branding. And I have a huge rant about this in a minute. Well, actually, it's just not too impressive. I just made it sound really impressive, my rant. I don't even know what the rant's going to be yet. It's going to be off the cuff. <laughs> but what's going to happen is F1 will be known as the execution layer. F2 will be known as the consensus layer. Basically, it's not going to be called F2.0. And this is where it comes in. Why are you guys rebranding this? Who cares? Everybody has been calling it F2 for as long as I can remember. The only thing you're actually doing now is going to make it confusing for everybody. Hey, I'm going to go buy some consensus layer F. Who cares? I'm going to stake my consensus layer F. Why would you do that? We already know what F2 is. If you did this before you just started talking about or decided to make F2 or go ahead with F2, then, you know, that'd be great because you're branding. And then people would probably use it and perpetuated it. But now you're changing something that everybody knows it as F2. All you're doing is creating confusion. I think it's just silly, honestly. Is it technically correct? Of course. But for branding, I can't see anyone not calling it F2. What do you think? Matthew Aaron, head to Crypto.co. Tell me what you think about F2's rebranding. Central bank digital currencies are, in quote, the inevitable evolution of today's electronic currencies, and one in the U.S. could be released as soon as 2025, says the Bank of America. The bank said on Monday in a report titled U.S. CBDC's The First Step in a Long Journey that a central bank digital currency, or CBDC, would differ from existing digital money available to the general public because it would be a liability for the Federal Reserve and would mean no credit or liquidity risk for digital currency, according to the bank. They continue to say this, in quote, We anticipate a U.S. CBDC to be issued between 2025 and 2030. Potential benefits include preserving the dollar's status as the world's reserve currency, improving cross-border payments, increasing financial inclusion, and leveraging new cases provided by digital currency. I still am very skeptical, even though I do think it's inevitable, of CBDCs, especially if the Fed or the banks are involved. Let me know what you think of CBDCs. I know we asked this before, but... Hey, we're getting more and more news. Matthew Aaron at decrypt.co. And finally, for all you people who trade on Coinbase and live in the United States, I have good news for you. First, I don't know why you trade on Coinbase, but let's just assume that you do. If you trade on Coinbase and you live in the United States, Coinbase has a new service to help you streamline the tedious process of calculating crypto profits. You're going to have a new display of your taxable activity, including long and short term capital gains and losses all in one place. They said this, Coinbase said this, We are simplifying the process to show each customer a personalized summary of their taxable activity on Coinbase, broken out over time by realized gains and losses and miscellaneous income. Customers can use these amounts to prepare and file their taxes, either with personal accounts or directly with tax prep software like TurboTax. And real quick, I just want to point out that Robinhood had this for for a minute. Like, why is Coinbase just now doing this? Like, it's so easy for them to do on the back end. I don't know why. They're doing this now. I mean, it's really late, but I'm really happy they are. Hopefully, it's going to be for Coinbase Pro as well as Coinbase. Because, again, if you're trading on Coinbase, I don't know why. Hopefully, you're using Coinbase Pro. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Decrypt Daily. My name is Matthew Diemer. Don't forget to... You you thought you knew what I was going to say, but I'm not going to say that. Listen to the new Decrypt podcast. It's called GM. GM with Dan Roberts and Jeff John Roberts. their last episode, they spoke with Sam Bankman-Fried, so check it out and subscribe. You can do that on Spotify. And while you're there, make sure you give the Decrypt Daily and GM a five-star rating. And until tomorrow, happy hodling, everyone.